Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Roto-Play Podcast. I'm your game master, Kent Blue, coming back at you for another week of Roto-Play fun. This week, we are featuring Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. It's a Powered by the Apocalypse game that's kind of like Supernatural or X-Files or any other show that you've seen that features, you know, kind of a monster hunt each week. It's a really cool system. I had a lot of fun playing it. I had my good friends, David Hopkins, that you heard way back on our first episode of Everyone is John. Uh, I had Andy Preller, who is also from Erie International, co-host with David on that show. His first time appearing on the podcast. And Diego Juarez from The Terror Table, his first time appearing on the podcast. This was a very fun episode to record. I had a lot of fun playing with those guys, and I hope you enjoy it too. A little bit of show business up front. Uh, I'm going to ask everybody up front this time. Please go out, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, we've been sitting about the same rating and reviews for a while, and I'd like to see just a couple more. It makes me feel good. really makes me feel like what I'm doing here is being enjoyed by other people. And it's a great way to draw in new listeners. So if you can, take just a few minutes out of your day. Head on over to iTunes, rate us and review us. I would appreciate it more than you could ever know. Nothing in the immediate future, but I am lining up a couple of appearances on other podcasts. I'll talk about that once they have officially been recorded and done and in the books. And when I know more about when that's going to be, it's a couple things I'm really excited about. I have a couple guests coming on this show that I'm really excited about. So really, May is this May right now is a really packed month full for Road to Play. Uh, Actually, the day you hear this, we'll be recording our next episode, our next game of uh, Dad's on Mowers, which is a module for kids on bikes, and the the writer of the module, Banana Chan, is coming on to run that game. I'm actually going to hand over GM duties of my podcast to someone else for the first time, and I could not be more excited to do so. Banana Banana is such a such an awesome designer; she's just fantastic, and I can't wait to play this game. So yeah, um, not much else to talk about. Excited to be back doing some games. I had a little bit of a dry spell after being sick and everything, but. We're getting right back into it, hot and heavy here in the month of May and going into June, and I could not be more pumped for what we're doing here at Road to Play. So, without further ado, let's jump right into Monster of the Week featuring David Hopkins, Andy Preller, and Diego Juarez. All right, this episode we are playing Monster of the Week, written by Michael Sands. It is a Powered by the Apocalypse game, which uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you know what that means, so I'm not going to explain it too much, and I'll probably do it up top anyways. So, Well, this time around, I am joined by, well, a, one familiar voice and a couple a couple new folks to the show. I've got I've got my good friends David Hopkins from Erie International, Andy Preller from Erie International, and Diego Juarez from the Terror Table, which heard his co-host Mitch on here for our Bluebeard's Bride game. Guys, thank you all for coming on the show. Some of you really early in the morning, and one of you really nice, comfortable in the afternoon. Yeah. How's it feel to have enjoyed your day so far, Andy? 
Well, I'm eight hours ahead of you, so uh, I watched a movie. I <laughs> took a nap. <laughs> had some food. Was waiting for the recording to start. So, it's a nice, lazy Sunday here in Germany. The full day. Now, say nice we, and sunny. We, we can turn this around and say we've got all of that to look forward to where you've already <laughs> done it all. I don't. I got to go to work again tonight. Oh, he just told you your future, man. You're going to take a nap. You're going to watch a movie. You're going <laughs> to have some food. On a nice sunny day in Germany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do proper introductions. We'll start. Diego, you've, you've been talking a little bit there. So go ahead and tell us a little bit just about what you do. You know, uh, I'm, I'm Diego Juarez. I am, as Kent said, co-host of the Terror Table, the number one horror podcast uh, out there right now. That's cute. Um, <laughs> no, um, uh, we're a horror podcast in Canada. I'm sure Mitch covered this on his episode, but he's fucking Mitch, so anything he says, can, you can be immediately disregarded. Um, I'm I host it with two other guys. We talk about horror movies. Sometimes we talk about comics. Sometimes we talk about video games, but we don't really know anything. So it's it's if if you're looking for a horror podcast done in completely layman's terms, we're the ones to go to. If you're looking for a horror podcast that is done proper, then you should go to Erie International. Is <laughs> that they actually know what they're talking about and and give a shit about what they're talking about? <laughs> oh, David, you go. I'm I'm taking reins here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Diego. Yeah, uh, my name is David Hopkins. I'm on the Erie International podcast, previously mentioned, uh, along with Andy. Uh, we do a uh, podcast from three different countries at the same time. Um, so today we've got Germany and and USA represented on this show and Canada. I'm um, <clears throat> yeah, we've, uh, we've teamed up with the tear table in the past. Uh, we like their show a lot as well. Um, other than that, I am a comic book letterer and a giant nerd. That's me. Oh wait, we were supposed to tell it like say st- what I do in my personal time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you what, whatever now. you want. <laughs> uh, you know what, Andy? You just go for me. <laughs> hey, I'm Andy Preller. I'm from Germany. I'm the, I think I'm the last co-host of Erie International to appear on, on the Role to Play podcast. Um, because Dave has been on an episode as well, I think. And, but uh, Kent was nice enough, uh, nice enough to, to run um, an RPG on our podcast on Erie International um, a while ago. And that was a lot of fun. And since then... Um, I've been trying to, or at least Kent asked me to, to be on Roll to Play, and for that Bluebeard episode, I just wasn't wasn't able to. Uh, yeah, um, as I said, I'm co-host of your international. Um, do another podcast in in German in Germany with my friend Dirk. Just two nerds talking about what they're doing. One has kids, and the other one is me. So I'm actually <laughs> doing stuff. <laughs> um, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Uh, that's what he tell, tells me. I have kids. I don't uh, experience anything anymore. <laughs> that hurts in too real a way, Andy. <laughs> hey, as I said, that's just what he's telling me. When I'm telling him about the five movies I've seen uh, the past two weeks, he's telling me I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I grew up with role-playing games. I'm older, uh, so I uh, I grew up with, with pen and paper uh, to me, it was weird when people started talking about role-playing games and didn't mean uh, pen and paper games. They were talking about computer games because that's... Oh, uh, you can tell you're old, computer. calling them computer games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that's why I did that because okay. uh, I'm not uh, I'm not much of a, a video gamer. So I have a pen at my home and not just one. <laughs> actually, I have seriously in my backpack. I have like four pens with me all the time. What? Why? You're not even a letterer. <laughs> yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, I carry a lot of pins with me too. What do you guys use them for? For bro playing for the me. Like, oh, making okay. notes when I'm reading a book for my podcast, stuff like that. I do that too on my phone. Yeah, I just or, use my phone. Yeah. I, or when I, I when I need to to go, uh, go grocery shopping or stuff like that, um, I write stuff on the back of my hand that I need to not forget. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Oh, he, that, now all the secrets come out. David has known me for quite some time now, but now he's losing all the respect for me. You guys take notes for your for your podcast? Crazy, right? I, I should do yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, for mine specifically, I have pages and pages upon notes. Yeah, well, you need you need, to, you need to tell us what we're doing. Whereas, like, I just like I said earlier, but I think before we were even recording, I just kind of show up. Oh, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna wait for me to tell you what you're doing, you have misunderstood what this is. You're gonna tell me what you're doing, and I'm gonna let you do it. That sounds like a fair trade. But yeah, Andy, Andy mentioned uh, me running running uh, some Call of Cthulhu on Erie International. That's really what kickstarted this this whole podcast that we're doing right now. What's up, everybody? Kent visiting you from the editing bay. What you're about to hear here... Well, uh, that was weird. What you're about to hear right now is a a bit of an inside joke from Erie International, the Terror Table, and just Diego's mind. I indulged. Just let him have it. So you'll see what it's all about in just a moment. Okay? It's all right. No big deal. Anyways, checking on out from the editing bay. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Have you guys uh, heard of Cuso at all? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Keep going, Kent. Take the reins back. <laughs> I will. Go ahead and talk about it, and I will enjoy editing every second of it out. Oh, are you actually going to edit it out if I talk about it? We'll see how long you go. No, I won't. <laughs> uh, if, you, if anyone out there has a, if knows what Shudder is, oh Shudder is this great <laughs> horror streaming service. Uh, it's, it just became out in Canada. I think it's in Germany and the States now, but there's a movie on there called Cuso, and I highly recommend all of you, if you're a fan of Roll the Play, if you're a fan of Erie International, if you're a fan of the Fairy Table, then Cuso will be for you. Erie International, uh, vehemently does not condone (laughs) Cuso or endorse it in any way. I'm thinking Roll the Play also does not endorse Cuso. (laughs) I don't even endorse Shudder. (laughs) And, and two out of three, two out of three hosts on Terry Table don't endorse it either. I do. <laughs> okay, that's Cuso. That's Cuso. Well, now let's let you know what. Let's meet your character, Diego. The character oh, yeah. that you're playing this week. Um, my character is Cuso the Spooky. And what else do I have to say? <laughs> I don't know. What about them? Tell us just a little bit about them. Oh, um, Cuso the Spooky is a is a 26 year old. Uh, businessman who's who's out of his out of his time and uh, possessed by a demon but but he doesn't really know how to deal with it um but he's okay with the fact that he's possessed by a demon even though it uh 
it kind of manifests itself every once in a while. And um, what, what am I supposed to like? No, that's that, that's good. <laughs> I, okay. I, I do have a question for you though, Diego. How old are you? In real life? Yes. Uh, Twenty-six. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> That sounded familiar to, to, to the Diego I know through the internet. Yep. <laughs> All right. Now we'll, uh, so we'll do a little bit of history, uh, empowered by the apocalypse games. The part of the process of character creation is everybody's kind of connected to each other in some way or another, but we'll meet all the characters first and then we'll do, do a little bit of history and then we'll jump right into our game. <clears throat> so David or Andy, if one of you want to go next and introduce your character, just grab the reins and go for it. Andy. <laughs> okay so he threw me the reins <laughs> i'm geraldine forster so i'm playing a female character um i'm just a or i used to be a, a regular mom until ghouls killed my my husband and my young son and from that point on i uh yeah decided to to fight back and become a monster hunter and uh to toughen up get some guns and Try to yeah rid the rid the world of of the monsters. Keep I'm so it. sorry for your loss. Thank you very much, <laughs> Mister Mister the Spooky. <laughs> All right, David, that leaves you. Let's meet your character, your monster hunter, because yeah, everybody is a monster hunter. You know exactly. It's not like you're new to this game. You know what you're doing. So. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> my my character is a five thousand year old mysterious. Uh, man in ragged clothes, shaved head. His name is Frank Typhoon. Um, it looks like it's spelled Frank on my character sheet, uh, uh, Kent, but it's pronounced Frank. That's good. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, ha- I'm half demon. Um, always been that way. And uh, that's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> it sounds like an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to establish some history. So basically, on your sheet, you'll ha- you have a. Um, a few bullet point questions that you'll go around and you'll each answer one or apply it to one of the other players or one of the other characters. So we'll just go back in reverse order. We'll start with David and go back, work backwards to, to Diego or start with Frank and move backwards to Cuso. Yeah. Cuso. All right. So I, I pick, I'm already confused. I pick one of these for, I, so I'm going to pick three total for, or two total. I'm sorry. Two one total. for each of them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So Geraldine, um, you, we, we have a close relation. Uh, you're my distant descendant. Um, and you are my, I don't know the math on 5,000 years. You're my great, 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 great granddaughter. Okay. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you think she, she knows that or... I think she's going to find out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, but I know that, though, right? Yeah. Game? Yeah, you <laughs> know that. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, and then, uh, Kuso, you are tied to my curse of being half-demon since you're possessed by a demon. Oh. Um, so uh, maybe, uh, maybe we know some of the same demon circles. Yeah, maybe. We're talking about the game, right? Not really. <laughs> We'll see. (laughs) Very nice. I think those work very well. All right, Geraldine, you're up. Okay, so 
Ähm, Frank. Oh. <lacht> ähm, I respect your hard-earned knowledge and often come to you for advice. Okay. It's coming together. <lacht> and uh, Kuso, you stood between me and what I needed to find out why. Oh man, so, these, que these questions are going to tie in together really well. <laughs> so I think, yeah. you doesn't Diego have to answer that? Yeah, why did you stand between him and what he needed to find out? Um, for selfish reasons. That works for and me. I didn't want you. To, I didn't want you to find out. <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> All right, that will that will work. We'll see if more reasoning comes out. It may not, but. <laughs> for for some selfish reason, he stood between you and what you were trying to find out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, Kuso, you're up. All right. Um, so for Frank, uh, you saw me use my powers for selfish or vindicative reasons. Um, I'm supposed to ask you who the victim was and tell you what I did, but I don't really want to because that might ruin it. So I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> That's fine by me. Okay. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I don't know what to say. <laughs> and then, Geraldine, I've used my powers on you one time, and it was for selfish reasons, but you haven't found out about it. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> All yeah. right. So that's some history of you you guys as a team, which sounds... Like there's a lot, a lot of secrets, uh, you know, in the wings. Dysfunction. Yeah, that can only lead to great things. <laughs> so, like I said, you guys are a team. You all, you've all been doing this. You are, you're, you know, monster hunting and killing is nothing new to you. You're all very, very good at what you do. So you, you do, you are on the lookout for for weird happenings throughout the world um, that you can go and investigate and try to take care of because in some way or another you all are, feel the urge to eradicate the world of monsters. So Yay! Our adventure is, is going to take place in a, in a small town called Juniper Springs and it's notable because you've, you've heard rumor through your rumor mills that, uh, that the town folk there have, have lost the ability to sleep recently. This, everybody, people are, they try to sleep, they go to bed at night, but nobody has slept for days now. And so everybody is going just a little bit stir crazy, getting a little bit aggravated. Uh, yeah, tem tempers flare. There's lots of fights within the town. People get, you know, public fights that turn physical at times just because everybody's running on zero sleep and no matter what they do, no matter how much they drink, no matter what medication they take, nobody can get any sleep. So we okay. will we will start with you guys. I guess uh, we can start with you as you're as you're com coming into the, to Juniper, Juniper Springs. You think you all ride together, or you show up separately? How, how's this team dynamic work? I think Andy and and David show up together, and I just kind of kind of lurk in the background. Do we have a vehicle? Yeah, if you uh, is, yeah, you can have a vehicle for something sure. We we decide. Okay, yeah. so I'm. Um, I like where you're going with this, like a mystery machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why not? Yeah. 
Oh, just I mean, I, describe I that fly, mystery but machine. I'll, I'll hang out with you guys in our mystery machine. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mystery machine look like? I'm going to say it's, uh, or I'm going to propose that it be a purple VW <clears throat> VW van. All right, who's behind the wheel of it? Who drives? I'd I'm say, driving. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd say Geraldine drives. <laughs> <laughs> the only person who's not possessed by anything. <laughs> I'm not possessed, I'm just half demon. Uh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right, demons in back. <laughs> Take us yeah. into town. <laughs> All right, so yeah, as you pull up to to Juniper Springs, it is just a your average average American small town. Um, probably got a population of just a couple thousand. So there's not a whole lot. There's like a grocery store, a town hall, houses, but it is a lot of a lot of farmland. Uh, and as you pull in, you one thing you definitely notice is there there's a circus set up in, in a field off on the on, at one of the farms. There's a circus set up in a field. There's a big 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 top tent there's a big tent set up uh there's and then you know there's kind of a a gallery of games along the side just your basic kind of well circus you know three ring circus deal there's there's actually one big tent and a couple smaller tents but you notice that as you pull into town it they're just off in a field next to a farm that the circus is set up there you you might have mentioned that do we know that people aren't sleeping there are we have have we gone there on purpose, or are we about to find out that something is wrong in this town? No, you that's you do know mm. that people aren't that ha, people okay. have not been sleeping for for about four or five days now. So that's that's how it popped up on your radar. So okay. you know that yeah. something is definitely amiss. So you definitely came here with the purpose of investigating that. Okay, so fellas, what do you think about this? circus tent in front of us? Is this something that we should look into, or should we first look? somewhere else what's going on in this town well immediately i'm i get pissed off because of all the music and happiness coming from the tent so i want to go <laughs> i want to go look at it <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna fly up above the a little bit above the city uh, above the town and um see if Survey. there's any sort of danger or any sort of uh weird happenings that we might want to be prepared for um so as you're with Go ahead. I, I, uh, as a player, I'm not as familiar with um, with your ability, so um, <laughs> you're you're a half demon. So, do you have any? Can can you communicate with us from from up there, like mind thing, yeah, or something, or um, or do you got to come back down? <laughs> I don't think I can. I'm looking okay. at the things that I have. Yeah, no, I think I'd have to fly back down. Okay. Um, all right, so if I fly up there, uh, so Kent, with this, do we just say what we're doing, and do we need to like call out that we're going to read a bad situation or or help out and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, let me let's see. It sounds sounds like you're definitely using a move. Um, were you were you thinking read a bad situation? Or that thinking, seems like yeah. it's the best one. Or wait, hold on. There's investigate a mystery yeah, too. I was thinking it was one of those. One of those two. Um. Actually, I think it would be read a bad situation. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna find out uh, if there are any dangers we haven't noticed. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. All right. I got a two and a six. It's an eight, and I use sharp seven <clears throat> and nine. It says hold one. Okay. So one hold can be spent to ask the keeper one of the following questions. Uh, keeper, what or are there any dangers we haven't noticed? 
Okay, yeah. So you so as you fly up and you're looking, you, are you looking over the circus specifically, or just kind of <laughs> over town in general? What do you guys think? Am I investigating the circus or the entire town? Entire town, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, whole town. Okay, so yeah, as you look over it, um, you do see people kind of acting strangely. Uh, you see a couple people in the street talking to each other. They kind of they're in a heated argument, um, and you see another group another group of people kind of arguing as well, and have actually come to blows over it. And then you see one person walking down the street that seems to they keep looking over their shoulder, and after a moment they they take off running, but you can't see the, what they're running from or anything like that. But definitely everybody in town is definitely acting strangely and aggressive and uh, stuff like that. All right, I'm gonna fly back down and catch these guys up. Uh, so with that knowledge in mind, what do you guys want to do? I still want to go to the circus. Okay, so I guess maybe we should split up and um, walk around that tent. So maybe um, Funk can can fly, <laughs> and Kusa and myself we're going um, in in different directions around the tent. See if there's yeah. anyone there. And okay, so I'm I'm going um, to the left. I'm going straight to the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. So as as you pull up uh, and and fly up to the circus, you see the sign over. It says it's this is the circus Adventicus. Um, and yeah, you have the big big top right in front of you, and then there's two smaller tents on the side. Like I said, uh, one of them has the sign Museum of Monstrosities over top of it. And the other one has the sign uh, Laboratory of of Mad Magicians. And as you get there, now you see back behind the big top there is another. <laughs> Uh, there is another couple buildings. One's called the Beautiful Bestiary, and then the other one is is just has a basic sign that says Maze of Mirrors. Someone's into it. alliterations. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's start with Geraldine. Where were you going, Geraldine? Anywhere in particular? Or just kind of kind of going around the grounds. I was uh, I was about to go around the the big tent uh, in the in the left direction. Okay. So yeah, so like clock, clockwise around the tent. All right, so yeah, you start to walk around the tent. You don't really notice anything out of order. Um, you you do notice that you, I mean, you hear definite circus music coming from inside the tent, but you don't really hear much else from it as you walk around the side of it. But as you're walking around, you do see this this <laughs> big. I mean, it'd be what you would think be like a strong man. He's sitting there at the back of the tent, just at the back of the. Um, the beautiful bestiary tent. He's just kind of sitting on a crate back there, uh, maybe kind of muttering to himself a little bit. There's this big, strong-looking fella. Okay, I um, I put my hand on my sawn-off shotgun that I'm wearing in my holster. I don't pull it out yet, and but I put my hand there and uh, I say, "Hey there, sir. How are you doing today?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he, he as you get closer and you say that he, he looks up he's like uh he's like, um oh hey, hi hi and he stands up and yeah, I mean he's tall, he's like six you know, uh six foot eight, which is I don't know how much in meters do you, I forget. <laughs> he's, I forget. Tall. Yeah, he's tall. He's tall. <laughs> he's tall. He's a tall fella. So he said, Uh uh hi, hi. Um sorry, uh I was just taking a break back here. Uh just just catching a little bit of rest. Hey, this. Seems like there's not a lot of going on right now here, right? 
No, uh, you know, it's 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 day day five of the circus. A lot of the townsfolk have come out already, and uh, yeah, business has really slowed down. Um, you know, he's like just people just don't seem to be into it, and he's like kind of rubbing his eyes and looks off a little bit. And... So you're you're staying around for much longer? Yeah, we're contracted for for another week. You know, we set up, we do two weeks at a at a town uh, usually. He's like, have you? My, yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, he kind of puts his muscles like he's like, I'm Hes- I'm Hespa, Hespa the Huge, you know, I'm I'm the local strong man here, and he's like, I help out with the animals, uh, try to you know keep them, keep them, uh, taken care of. Notice anything peculiar these past days? Because it seems like people aren't, yeah, <laughs> not not, <laughs> not too busy right now. Nobody's around anywhere. Well, uh, right you, you know the town. The town folk have been been strange, and well, honestly, uh, nobody's really sleeping at all lately. Uh, you know, it's been been a few days since anybody's really slept <laughs> at all. That's that's crazy. Do you have, do you know any reason for that? Uh, no, he's like, it's just, we, whenever we got in this town, uh, he's like, it's not just the townsfolk, it's, it's all of us circus folk too. Uh, and you know, we've, we've just, I don't know if it's the town or something in the water. Just, we all, we can't, as try as we might, we just, we can't sleep. That's just from one day to the next. That's, that's peculiar. Yeah. It's <laughs> been like four days of no sleep. And at this point he turns and like, he hears something and just kind of walks away from you. Okay. Yeah, I I let him go. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I'll. Is, in which direction is he going? Uh, he walked off kind of around. He, he's sitting at the back of the the beautiful bestiary. He just kind of walked back around the other side, as okay. if almost as if he heard somebody call his name or something. Like, but he's definitely uh-huh. just just kind of mid conversation, abandoned it and and walked off. Okay. Okay. I proceed on my way around the tent. Okay, so yeah, you make your way on around, and, and we'll jump over. We'll jump over to Kuso and see what Kuso's doing. Okay, so so my character traits. I mean, I picked violence, rage, and soulless. So I'm gonna immediately just, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like Andy and just put my hand on my gun. I'm gonna pull my my 38 revolver out and just walk right into the into the tent doors to see what's in there. Into the main, in the main tent, the big one. The main tent, yeah, the All big right. one. See, see what's going on. I want to. I hear that circus music and it's pissing me off. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you walk in, you you pull the flap aside, and you walk in, and and you know it's <laughs> it's it's a big tent. It, you know, it seems like there should be a lot going on, but there is nobody. At first, you don't see anybody in there. You just hear the music playing real loud. The you know basic circus carnival music that kind of collapsing music and. I mean, it's really kind of a sad, sad state because nobody's in here, and you would think that that people should be in here. You notice there's there's a couple, you know, there's parts where the tent's drooping down where nobody's really been taking care of it. You know, if the weather's come through, people are usually there to to take care of it and make sure everything's set up right. But it's as if nobody's taking care of the tent at all, so it looks pretty sad. Uh, and it's your basic three ring. You got three rings in the middle there, kind of like any circus where you have three <laughs> rings of action that would go on, and in the middle middle of one there is a man sitting there um but he's you know it's kind of like kind of like the the gentleman that that geraldine found he's just sitting on a crate just maybe 
just sitting there not doing anything. Would you consider him, like, because I'm looking at my moves and it's like the tune-in one, um, would you consider him like a minion or just a guy? He's just a guy. Okay, then never mind. <laughs> okay, so he's, he's just sitting there? Yeah, he's just sitting there on on like a little milk crate in the middle of it, just doing nothing, sitting there. He's got a he's got a big top hat that's on the ground next to him. So as you look at him, you could probably tell that he's probably the the ringleader of the circus, yeah. the, the 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 mouthpiece. Okay, um, so I walk up to him and I ask him, uh, "What's your deal?" And he looks up at you, and and <laughs> and you see in his eyes that he that his his eyes are real worried. You know, he, he's he's and he looks very very tired. Yeah, he's like, "My deal." Uh, what do you mean? What's my deal? Well, why are you so tired? <laughs> well, well, I I haven't slept at all in in days now, and just there's been no sleep. No matter what I try, I've I've tried to drink myself to sleep. I I tried taking you know sleep aid, and and nothing works. And he, as you watching him, his eyes are darting around from different different sections of the tent. I think he, I, you got to realize that once you realize that you don't need sleep. Life becomes so much better. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm telling you that I need sleep because I'm I'm really I'm really not doing well. Uh, and he kind of stands up and and, and looks over your shoulder and, and he looks really nervous and he he kind of takes a deep breath and sits back down. Okay, I, I I ask, what is he? What, what's he? Uh, what are you looking at? Why do you keep looking around like that? He's like you don't you don't you don't he's like it's all moving you don't see it the the shadows they're all they're all moving around and crawling up the tent and they he's like they're 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 just staring at me he's like and I know I know I know one day they're or here soon they're they're gonna come for me uh, okay at this point I'm just starting to get tired of them um can I like physically like it, it, interrogate him at all or like threaten him or does that count as a move? Yeah, um, you can't. Let's see. That would be so. If you're wanting to to interrogate him, let's see here. I just want to rough him up a bit. Okay. <laughs> um, let me see what that would be. I would I think that like that would probably be like manipulating someone. You're you, you know you're going to try to in some way manipulate him into telling you, tell, getting okay, information yeah. out of him. Yeah, because I feel like he knows more than he's letting on. So I want to I want to manipulate him by pistol whipping him. Okay. Um, so where, where, um, where do I, I'm looking at the playbook. Where do I, where do I find that? Like, what do I, uh, that's it. It's in the basic moves, um, which I, I, I had sent a separate sheet of basic moves, but you'll roll. I'll tell you what you roll. I'm looking at it. If you don't want to, you'll roll two dice and then add your charm. All right. Just going to find my charm again. Okay. It is Uh, minus, excuse me, minus one. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) Okay, so do I just roll and then tell you what I roll? Yeah. Okay. Uh, two dice. Uh, I rolled an eight. You rolled an then, eight, and then minus one on your charm puts that at a so seven. Yeah. So on a seven to nine, um, he'll kind of he'll he'll give he'll he'll do what you want, but only you're gonna have to do something something for him right now and even show if, that you mean it. So even if I pistol whip him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You pistol whip him, and, and well, they'll basically play. Say, what do you want to find out? Kind of uh, character, wanna, you know, pistol I, I, whip, and then I feel like he knows more than he's letting on. So I pistol whip him and ask him what he knows about the shadows in the on the wall. 
No, he's like, well, he's like, I know they're they're there. They're, they're the shadows are all moving. He's kind of he he kind of rubs his head where you pistol whipped him, and he says they're they're moving. All the shadows have been moving for days now. Like all shadows move when when light changes. Like, <laughs> well, not not like that. I mean, I know what I know what a shadow does, uh, but it's like they're moving. Like there's something in the shadows. He's like, he's like, are you here to do something about that? I mean, you, you yeah, you seem the violent type. Pistol whipping me out out of out of nowhere, and I want to find out what like if the shadows have anything to do with the people who can't sleep, and if they do, I want to kill them. The shadows, not the people. That is that what you're saying to him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that if you can kill the shadows, that sounds good to me. Uh, but I mean, I, I don't know anything else. They just started moving the other day. All this, every shadow I look at just started moving. I mean, do you see them moving? Do you see the? Are they moving? The shadows moving for you? I do not see them moving. <laughs> who who would who would who would I ask about? Who who would know more about this? Um. Well, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I mean, none of none of us circus folk know anything about it. We it just started happening. Got um, We haven't really talked to any of the townsfolk because honestly, whenever you talk to them, they they tend to. Well, I mean. Are you from here? Because they kind of have similar reactions as you. I'm not. I'm not. Did this did this start happening when you guys showed up? Well, I, or were, I the mean, town, were the townsfolk like this when you guys got here? Uh, it seemed like everybody was sleeping all right whenever we got here. Uh, so I don't know if it was just coincidence it happened when we got here. Or no, I don't think it was. I think I think you guys brought something, and you're not you're not telling me everything fully. Well, I mean, I've told you all I know. The shadows just started moving. I wouldn't. I mean, as you, I, I like to sleep, you know. I mean, I know you think that you don't need sleep, but I enjoy <laughs> sleeping, so I, I wouldn't do this to myself voluntarily. Uh, okay, I, I I don't know what to do here at this point. Actually, to be honest. <laughs> all right, we'll jump over. We'll jump over to <laughs> uh, to Frank and see what's happening there as as you continue to talk to this guy. I mean, it's gonna you're gonna kind of end up with the same information. He he. He doesn't really know what's caused it, but I'll keep pistol whipping him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly into the uh, Hall of Mirrors. <clears throat> okay. And uh, I can I can go in corporeal. How do you say the word? That's think, it. Yeah, corporeal. Uh, so I'm gonna start phasing through uh, the mirrors and just kind of keep an eye out for anything weird. Um, or anything out of not not let's not say weird because that makes it sound like I'm going to use a skill. Let's uh, just kind of look around as I'm phasing through um, the mirrors and kind of a crisscross pattern. See if anything looks out of place. Okay, so yeah, whenever you enter, uh, it is it's like it says it's a maze of mirrors. You, you come in, you have one entrance, and there's mirrors on every side. Basically, just just exactly what you think and what you've seen in movies. But uh, as you begin to phase through everything, uh, it is it seems to be bigger than what you would have thought you know it's it's to to go the doctor who route it is bigger on the inside it seems Mm, okay um all right i'm gonna fly out of here i'm gonna go back outside i'm gonna fly up into the sky um looking (laughs) at the town again and i'm gonna try to use some magic okay and look observe this town an hour in the future okay um, so do I do my normal roll stuff then? 
Yeah. Or do you have? Are there? Okay. Yeah, you can uh, magic use. You can use your. That's a basic move that you have is using magic, and so you roll plus your weird. Okay, and I'm, we always roll twice, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, I got a three and a four. Seven plus my three is ten. Um, on a ten plus, the magic works without issues. Uh, so yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to look at the town an hour ahead in the future. Okay, so yeah, you're looking at it, and um, so what do you think happens? What do you what do you think you see as as you see time pass by? What's that kind of effect look like? Uh, I think sort of like a, a shuddering, so like uh, not not like a VCR fast forwarding, but um, sort of like the the edges and the, of everything sort of blur a little bit and sort of shake around, um, almost like an earthquake, like like the butterfly effect. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and then I kind of snap into an hour ahead. Okay. So, yeah, as you snap into an hour ahead, you see that the streets are definitely – there's a lot more people in them. Uh, and every – you know, it's kind of the same as before where everybody's a little aggravated, you know, there's – but there's more violence happening. And – I feel like I'm partly to blame for all the violence. <laughs> yeah, people are definitely <laughs> running around screaming. I don't know why that guy keeps pistol whipping everyone. <laughs> But but now, as you see, you, you know, earlier you saw people running away from something. And now you see kind of the same thing. You see a couple of people that are running together away from something. Uh, but you see you see the kind of a shimmer of something behind them. And it's kind of it's it's kind of galloping on all on all fours. It definitely you can tell it's bipedal. It walks upright. But whenever it runs, it it drops down kind of like a bear and runs on all fours. But you can't quite tell tell what it is uh and the other thing that you notice is that some of the some of the buildings that you saw earlier are have kind of been replaced with uh <laughs> with like wooden wood buildings like almost as if it was in the past like time had slipped backwards instead you have you have modern day buildings and then right next to it you'll have kind of like a a wood hut okay um, so since I'm observing, I, obviously I can't like interact, but I'm, since I'm observing, but can I investigate, uh, at all in terms of trying to roll for my sharp and then asking you a question? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. All right. I'm going to do that. So got a five and a one is a six and that's not enough. So I'll suck my own balls. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In the book, it uh, says on a miss, you suck your own balls. So. <laughs> all right. I get to it. <laughs> After I finish doing that, I'm going to go back uh, to the present um, and then meet up with uh, Geraldine, who was down by the strongman. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I think I think Geraldine yep. uh, was making a way. Were you making way around the big tent, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, I'm probably gone around the tent and uh, I'm I'm going in to the main entrance and see uh, a pistol-whipping, uh, possessed person. All right, so... So, Kuso, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, <laughs> what do you find out? Nothing. This guy is uh, useless. Uh, I pistol-whipped him all I could, and uh, he claims that he doesn't know anything, except he sees shadows everywhere. Do you, do you see any shadows? I, I don't follow his, his train of thought. Nah, I don't see anything... I met this strong man outside, and he said he hasn't been sleeping for a while. Nobody has sleeping has been sleeping, uh, and at this point, I'm 
because he, he told me it kind of started when the when the circus got here um, that all the townspeople and all the circus people stopped sleeping and at this point I'm starting to worry if this will affect us as well if we stay here for for a long time so I guess we whatever is going on here we should uh, see that we that we solve this pretty quickly well I'm really starting to suspect these circus people too like they're they're starting to piss me off. Because they, 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 they claim they know nothing. Everyone's pissing you. <laughs> That's in my nature. But I, I, where's that music coming from? You, you hear the music, right? Yeah, from the speakers, maybe? Where are the Yeah. Are they coming from the speakers? Yeah, yeah, it's it. Oh. Yeah, it's it. There's speakers set up, and they just have the music playing, trying to try to draw people in, which would be very inopportune now because there's an unconscious man laying on the ground <laughs> with with the markings of a pistol on his on you know on his side of his head. Wait, he's unconscious? Then I help. <laughs> well, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> We're gonna backtrack that. He is he is <laughs> on the ground wishing he was unconscious but can't there quite get there. Yeah, I know I know that feeling. <laughs> okay. Let's let's go outside and see what Frank is up to. Alright, so me and me and Geraldine leave. Leave we leave the battered body of the ringleader. Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna catch you guys up on what I saw and <laughs> I suggest we go into town because that's where stuff's gonna go down here in about an hour. And uh, stuff looked weird. There was uh, there was some some violence and a monster, and the buildings were all different. Uh, so that definitely looked like the hub. Um, <laughs> so I, I think we should go into town and start asking some questions and and figure out what we need to prepare for because in an hour things are going to go topsy turvy. Uh, that's all right. That's, okay. We only yeah, got that's, an that's hour. Do you think hop- so we only got an hour? Do you think we should all go together? Do you think we should split up in the city? I'd say let's hop into the van and uh, start going together, and then see if there's an uh, yeah, like at one point if it's sense sensible to split up. All right, Geraldine, take the wheel. Hop on in. <coughs> let's play play some hall notes and uh, <laughs> roll around town. All right, couple questions, uh, Frank. Uh, what? You're half human, half monster. Is this like is the half monster side of you like visible or is it internal? Uh, is anybody going to see you and scream? Uh, I would say no. I'd say I look other than my ragged clothes and just kind of looking like a, a, a pretty dusty shaved head dude. Um, okay, but what about say, your game character? Do what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my game character. <laughs> um. I, I would say no, only in in moments of aggression. Okay. Um, my features get distorted, and maybe I have some some points of horns coming out of my head, and it's that jazz. Now, I have a question. I have a question pertaining to that. Though. Can I see him, like the the monster side, since it's like a demon, and well, I'm like, you tell me. I I think I can. Okay, so you see, I'm kind <laughs> of in in a different, like maybe his true form. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and second question I have is what Hall of Notes songs on the radio? I, don't, I have no idea. Well, I don't know any titles of Hall of Notes songs. The one from 500 Days, 500 of, days of Summer. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. All right. So yeah, you guys drive the short distance into town. Um, the way the way that the the circus is set up is 
uh, you get there, you get on the road that leaves up to the farmhouse. It isn't just a neighboring field there at a farm. So you drive down that, that long driveway, uh, and you head into town. And as you pull into town, um, you know, people are kind of going about their business. Uh, there's no violence happening right now. You do see the sheriff, uh, is, uh, is a, excuse me. You do see the sheriff is a woman that is kind of wrapping up, uh, talking to a couple of people who seem to be in a, in a argument. They weren't fighting or to the point of fighting. So maybe she, she stopped that and she is kind of turned and walking back towards the sheriff's office that you see there. <clears throat> the Juniper Springs sheriff's office. That's kind of on the main road of town that that you came in on. So, what do you guys think? Should we talk to the sheriff and ask her what's up in this town? And could we do that without pistol whipping her? Can I? Uh, that's a can, I inter- can I interject really quick and make sure I can set the tone for what we just experienced? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I needed to do. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah let's do it yeah i have to restrain myself to not pistol i mean we don't have we don't have to go all all the all three of us i mean if kusa if you if you want to stay outside and talk to someone you'll, else you will stay outside and talk to someone else <laughs> other other things around here you have a, a grocery store uh kind of across the street from the <clears throat> pardon me uh across the street from the police sta- the sheriff station there and just a couple other small businesses. You know, I'll go to the grocery store because I'm also hungry. Okay, so we're entering the the sheriff's office. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, the sheriff, or who you would perceive to be the sheriff, walked in right, right as y'all kind of were parking. Yeah, I'll stay. I'll stay with you, Geraldine. Okay, cool. So I love your yeah. choice just to leave Cuso to his own devices. <laughs> pistol in hand. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you walk into the sheriff's office. Uh, it's just basic one de- one desk job. It's got a cell in the back that, you know, from the looks of it, it hardly ever gets used. There's nobody in it right now, so it looks like the sheriff um, is probably does a good job of, of de-escalating situations before they get too out of control. You know, it's it's a small town where she would rather it'd be easier for her to to just take care of things, uh, let people manage their own problems. But if it comes to like violence to try to talk people down and get them to to an understanding instead of going through the paperwork and reporting it up to, to, you know, a higher level. But as you walk in, she's, she's currently like, she's taking off her hat and sitting down behind her desk. And like everyone else, she just looks really tired and, you know, kind of rubbing her eyes a little bit. Good day, ma'am. Um, me and my companion here, we just, we, we rolled into town today and we saw that all these people are, seem kind of <laughs> aggravated and, and kind of in a rugged state. So we talked to some folks and, and just thought you might know some, have some information what's, what's going on in this town because we're, we're kind of confused and, and we're, we're trying to help. And yeah, she, she kind of straightens up. She's like, well, uh, how do you just roll into Juniper Springs? We're kind of out of the way. You're just passing through, or uh... yeah. Well, to be honest, we we heard something's going on in this town. We got some some information that there's this weird occurrence that people aren't sleeping anymore for a few days, and and we, as I said, we were trying to help. So we wanted to see what's what's going on here. I mean, the world's in a 
in a bad place currently. Uh, you might be aware of that. <laughs> so I was just trying to help out. Well, are are you the feds? Because I mean, I did. I you know, I tried to. I, I I made one call out before before everything everything failed in this town. All the electronic devices failed. I, I got one call out to to the state boys, uh, and, and you know, told them that something was going on. Are, are you like with the feds? Yes, <laughs> we are, uh, and with all of the clearance that that brings. So, what's going on? We're here to help. Well, uh, that's that's excellent. And she stands up and comes around to us. She's like, "I'm Sheriff Sheriff Osprey. Uh, you know, usually this town's pretty easy to deal with. Uh, I let people work their problems out themselves as long as they're not resorting to violence or stealing from each other. And but lately, it's become a lot to handle. Uh, uh, you know, if you talk to other people, you know now that nobody's sleeping. Uh, we haven't slept in. She kind of she looks at her watch. She's like, four days now. Nobody has has slept a wink in this town." Is there any uh, any sort of weird people? I'm, I'm going to rephrase this. Uh, <laughs> rephrase the sentence. Uh, have you had any run-ins with anyone in the past when it comes to trouble in the town, or anyone that would harbor any particular sort of of grudge or vendetta uh, against anyone that you've noticed in the past uh, few weeks? Um, no, we don't. You know, honestly, this town we don't have any real troublemakers. Just the occasional. Occasional kid, or uh, you know, get some get some alcohol underage, or you know, maybe people have a little bit too much to drink over, over at the over at the tavern. And I know this is going to sound weird, but do you guys have any sort of uh, particular uh, strange or out of place local legends that like to uh, bring the kids uh, into? And in some towns, we investigate stuff like this where kids will hear about you know specific places or streets or or houses that you know kids say are haunted and they they do go out there to do dares and and drink um i know it sounds strange to ask but we found connections in other cases along those lines uh well you know i like you know we have a bigfoot legend but that was kind of put to rest whenever uh well sad story really uh we had a bigfoot legend for a reason uh that's because a gentleman by the name of uh uh, Terry Gilman liked to put on a bear costume and run through the woods. And well, unfortunately, one day someone shot him while he was doing it. And so our our Bigfoot legend kind of kind of went out 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 with with old Terry. All right, <laughs> uh, that's me laughing, not my character. Uh, I remain professional. <laughs> Um, we okay. noticed there's this circus in town. We talked to some of the circus people, and they said, or where well, they couldn't really answer. But you're, you're from town, so did the did the not sleeping thing like coincide with the with the arrival of the circus people? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was one for one. Like it started the day they came in, and she kind of you know she rubs her eyes. This kind of constant. She's rubbing her eyes and. You know, every answer is kind of a little bit slow and and befuddled a little bit. She's like, but it did. I mean, it definitely started after after they showed up. But it's like I said, it wasn't one for one. Like the day of. Is there anyone in town that hasn't had any issues sleeping or seems to be, you know, alert and awake uh, that you've noticed? Uh, I haven't heard of anybody who who can sleep. And but honestly, if if I. If I could sleep right now, I probably wouldn't tell anybody because that is a good way to probably get your ass kicked by a bunch of people who can't sleep. Jeal- you know, jealousy and stuff. Sure. Okay. Are you the only police in town? 
Yeah, yeah, there's just me. Uh, I'm the sole, sole sheriff here. I mean, if we ever have a big problem, I call in, you know, some of the state boys, but, but usually it's nothing I can't handle. How many people are there, actually, in this town? Uh, we have about 1,500 people, usually. Small. <laughs> yeah. Usually. <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes we get, you know, a lot of people go out of town in the summer, so our numbers go down a little bit then. But Okay. Um, all right. Do you guys have a uh, any sort of central hub in the town, like a town square or <laughs> like a, a downtown area? Um, no, not necessarily. This is, you know, the street here, uh, main street is, well, no, no, the main street, as it says, uh, we got on one end, we had the, you know, there's a mill on one end and on the other end we have, we have the, the inn, which has a couple of rooms you could stay in if you're looking to stay a few days, uh, and a tavern, which I don't know that I'd go to the tavern. A lot of people have turned there to try to drink, drink themselves into a sleep, which, you know, has led to a lot of other things. What kind of other things? Oh, fights. Uh, you know, just just shenanigans, really. Fighting people, to, you know, vandalizing others' vehicles, stuff like that. All right. Um, go ahead, Andy. Sorry. Yeah, I just want to say, Frank, what, what do you think? What, do you, what, what, what should we do here? I mean, I, my, my first instinct would to exactly go to that tavern. <laughs> but, um <laughs> I don't know what. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, let's uh, let's give the sheriff here our, our number, and uh, we're gonna head over to the tavern, and uh, we'll we'll be around. So just give us a call if you notice anything out of place. Um, and we have another associate with us, another special agent. Um, if he, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. That's <laughs> sorry to say. It. If you see him pistol whipping anyone, that's normal. <laughs> um, and yeah, just give us a call if you see any, if you hear about anything that we should know about, um, and we'll be around in town. Yep. So you hand her, hand her the card or scrap paper, the note, and or with your number, and she says, "Well, this really, I mean, you know." And she picks up the phone, kind of holds it out to you. She's like, "Nothing in this town, like, like, like electronics works. I mean, that's why nobody's driving their vehicles around hmm. or anything." I'm, I mean, surprised honestly that your your vehicle is still working. She's like, "Is your phone's working? Because we we could try to call." call you know bet for well i guess you're here so we don't need to call anybody else but is are your phones working i'm gonna check my phone and uh my guess is i'm gonna see that it's not working yep you you pick it up and you i mean it turns on you but you can't connect to any of the internet you can't you can't make a call or anything so. all right uh okay so well but that's 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 weird because if the music in, at the circus came from the speakers, um, there there must have been electricity working there. Yeah, she says, um, I, "I thought the same thing too, but you know, yeah. I, I, you can't get a get an answer out of any of those those carnies over there. That's Not a straight weird. answer. They're all some of them just walk off mid conversation. You know the yeah, uh, yeah. I had that happen to me as well while talking to one of those guys. Uh, yeah, I think yeah." That, that that circus we we need to to look into that one further but yeah yeah th thanks for the moment um and we're we're heading out and doing some more investigating and see what our what our associate has come up with now 
Okay. Yeah, and as you're as you're walking out, she's you know, she's like, well, you you know, you maybe want to make it around to to the Leaving Farm, which is the, you know, it's the farm out there where the circus is. Uh, you know, since they're set up right next to it, it, it seems like I heard that maybe one of their daughters started having trouble sleeping first before anybody else did. But you know, it may just be a point you want to look into. Okay. Yeah. Much obliged. All right, Kuso. Let's let's see what kind of hell you're raising over <laughs> in the grocery store. <laughs> All right, so I walk into the grocery store because I'm super hungry and I've kind of forgotten about the investigation at this point for a bit because I'm, I'm hungry. And uh, I feel I feel my mind's kind of starting to zone out a little bit. Um, is there anyone in the grocery store or am I just walking in there alone? Uh, no, there's someone in there. Uh, you know, there's definitely people that – uh, there's people at the cash registers. There's there's only two cash registers. There's one person behind one just sitting there like it's a younger girl. She's filing her nails and <clears> – <throat> Essentially grabs her phone, looks at it, realizes it doesn't work, puts it back down with a huff, and goes back to like filing her nails and paging through one of the the magazines there. And then okay, you I see. Should mention, oh, I should mention at this point. I put my gun away. By the way. Okay. <laughs> For now. Gotcha. And Sorry, then, I cut, I cut you off. No, that's fine. Uh, yeah, and then they just you know you hear you you hear another worker maybe back in the back stocking shelves or something, and then there's just a couple people shopping, but they're really kind of lazily going about it, you know, just as if they're going <laughs> through the motions. Okay, so I browse through the aisles. I just want something nice and light. Um, I, I noticed that all the uh, the coolers aren't working because. Uh, you know, they said the electricity's not working. I notice all the coolers are off, so all the milk and everything is all spoiled and stuff in there. So that that turns me off. So I go and just grab some some jerky, and I walk up to the counter and I, I look at the girl who's filing her nails, and I, I kind of ask, uh, who, "Who else is working here right now? How, how many of you are working right now?" Uh, and she looks up. She's like, "Well, it's just me and me and uh, uh, Stephen back there." Um, the manager, manager Tim, he was here for a bit, but he stepped out. Where did uh, Tim go? Uh, I think he just, uh, you know, I don't know. He stepped out the back. Uh, said he was going, going for a smoke, but that was about, you know, forty-five minutes ago. So, long smoke, I guess. Is he usually gone this long, or is this the first time he's not come back? Uh, you know, he runs a lot of errands, goes and goes to the bank, stuff like that. But usually, he tells us when he's doing that. If if you guys can't sleep, why do you even bother showing up for work? Well, we have to do something without the phones working and, you know, nothing works in this town, so might as well come to work. At least I can talk to people like you. Was that, are you flirting with me? <laughs> uh, not 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 especially. Uh, I'm just talking. It's it, it it is like a man though to take my kindness as flirting. Okay, don't don't flirt with me. Don't. Uh, I'm not somebody you want to flirt with. Well, um, I mean, I made my mind up on that before, but okay. Yeah, I, I, all I'm saying is, I shot a man in a bear costume last week for looking at me the wrong way. So you don't want to, you don't want to get on my bad side. You know, someone shot a man in a bear costume here too about a year ago. Yeah, that's it's weird. Funny how these things happen over and over again. Maybe people shouldn't wear bear costumes. <laughs> Um, which door do you say Tim went out? He went out the back door. It's back, and she points off towards the back of the store that way. 
Okay, so I just take my jerky and I don't pay for it and I just walk out the back door. She doesn't even notice. She's so tired and and, and <laughs> she doesn't even notice that you just stole the jerky. <laughs> so yeah, as you're walking back there, you walk down an aisle and um, yeah, you as you're walking, every, your vision kind of gets a little, a little, just for a brief <laughs> moment, gets a little hazy. And then it kind of, it comes back, you know, everything's fine. But you hear a strange sound, one that you, you know, kind of a, kind of a, a loud purring. As if you're resting your head on a cat. Okay. Um, can I, mm, I don't know if I can use a move here. I don't know if that counts. Uh, what were you thinking? What were you thinking you wanted to do? Cause I have the move hunches and it's when something bad is happening or just about to happen. So I don't know if that's like applicable yeah. in this situation. Oh, it is. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, then I want to use hunch hunches. Um, so it says on a ten plus, you knew where you needed to go just that time to get there. Seven to nine, you get there in time to intervene. On a miss, I get there in time to. How do I know? Oh, anything lower than a seven is a miss. I'm assuming. Yeah, anything lower than okay. a seven is a miss. So roll plus sharp, and what's my sharp? I'm looking. Uh, sharp is plus two. Yep. <clears throat> so I'm gonna roll uh, six, seven, and then plus sharp is eight, nine. So okay, I get a nine. So I get there late in time to intervene. So I realize. I guess I realize what's happening just in time. Yeah. So okay. So as yeah, as you're walking down, you hear this purring, <laughs> and then you hear kind of a soft growl. Uh, from it'd be up and around the corner of where you currently are, okay. like it would come, but it's kind of a deep growl, and so you like, like almost like a cat, but like a hundred times bigger. Yeah, almost as like a lion, you would say. And as oh, you realize, <laughs> as you round the corner, you see this man is cornered by this lion, and as you as you round the corner, it jumps out and bites his arm, and it's it's got his arm in his mouth. Um, so it says I'm, I'm okay. So I'm in time to intervene, but not prevented altogether. So now do I, I want to shoot at the lion. I mean, it sounds like you want to kick that lion's ass. I do want to kick that lion's ass. (laughs) Okay. So I have the big whammy, which I could use my powers to kick some ass. Um, so I could use that, right? Yeah. You just use your weird instead of, instead of uh, tough. Okay. So. Okay, so what do I what do I do once I roll? You explain like what you're doing, and then roll, oh. and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay, so I pull up my my revolver again, I load it, and I I take aim. I, I notice that the lion it's it. Sorry, I kind of I, I coughed when you said what it was. It looks like a giant lion. It is a giant lion. It well, giant. No, I mean it is a normal sized lion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I notice that the lion is standing right. In front of the man, but I'm, I'm willing to shoot the lion and hopefully not hit the man. So I pull up my gun. I'm going to roll. Oh, that doesn't look good. <laughs> so I get a five, but then plus weird instead of tough. Um, so that is plus two weird. So seven. I get a seven. All right. So, yeah, you – let's see here. Okay. So, yeah, anything <laughs> anything over a seven – Everything over a six is just a success. So uh, you can choose one effect. Uh, you can gain an advantage on it, which means you take you get plus one on your next roll, or you can give it to someone else, or you can inflict a harm on it, 
or because basically the way in there you kick some ass you get into a fight it's not like it's not like most role-playing games where you roll and you do something then the other thing rolls and does something you know you're it's it's you're narrating kind of a whole fight on it okay so so basically you're something's gonna you're gonna get you're gonna take some harm and you're gonna do some harm so okay uh so your choices are you can inflict more harm on it take one less harm yourself or you can force them to go you can force it to go where you want it Okay, so I hit the lion. I'm aiming for its head, but I miss. I hit its shoulder. So it, it, it decides to ignore the guy whose arm it, the arm it bit, lets go of his arm, and looks at me. And so now I want to do more harm to it, so I want to I take another shot at it. So yeah, so, do I roll again? or? Uh, no, so basically we'll say that uh, you shoot it. It kind of catches it you know, in, in, the, in the shoulder a little bit, and yeah. uh, so it lets go of the man that it's holding uh, and – uh, he kind of the man kind of runs off a little ways with his arm, holding his arm, and it comes at you and it kind of jumps at you and takes a swipe at you and just kind of catches you catches you in the leg. You know, it, it jumps a little too early and catches your leg a little bit and and cuts your leg just a little bit. So just a little bit, yeah. So you can mark one harm on 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 yourself and your bullet actually did some harm to it, even though you shot it not in a non vital area. And I'm gonna say outside. You guys definitely you hear you hear the gunshot. You you two outside. All right, let's run in there. There's <laughs> <laughs> what, what, just, just one interruption uh, sure. for the moment. Uh, Dave, I think David missed a roll earlier in the game. Does he have to check one of his experience boxes? Oh yeah, for that? yeah. Just roll. Yeah, you can. Uh, I was ignoring the experience for the most part. Oh okay. Since okay. this is oh. just kind of a one shot. So. <clears throat> Ah, okay. <clears throat> I see. This is for if you're if you're playing several um, several yeah. games. Yeah, doing more of a okay. campaign. So. I see. So yeah, we're we're running out and and uh, looking for where that gunshot came from. Yeah. So you run in and you see. I mean, everybody. The store clerk that was behind is definitely. She's down on the ground. You know, everybody's kind of doing the what you do when you hear a gunshot. You drop or run away. <laughs> we're running right in. <clears throat> Yeah, I've pulled out my my sawn-off shotgun, um, and what's what's the what's the line doing right now? Yeah, uh, so you see at the end of one of the aisles. I mean, you kind of hearing the gunshot. You know, just based off experience, you two know how to how to determine more of where a gunshot came from. More of just instead of knowing a general direction, you kind of know almost exactly where it came from. So you you find the aisle, and you see the aisle at the end of the aisle, just as the lion has jumped and kind of. Sl- uh, swiped at, at Kuso and got his leg. So you see them so, two standing kind of kind of right right in front of each other, squared off is, a little bit. Does this lion look just like a normal lion, or is this like some sort of monster? Maybe you said this earlier and I missed it. Is it just a pretty standard like circus lion? Yeah, it's just a standard circus lion. You know, probably <laughs> probably an escaped lion, maybe escaped from the circus and has found its way to where the food is. Because I'm wondering if maybe. Um, I can put this thing to sleep or something because it, it seems like something that maybe isn't. Obviously, it's a threat, but not one that we necessarily need to kill. Uh, since it's a, an animal that's, uh, you know, obviously out of its element right now. Um, can I... Let me see. Is there a magic spell I can do uh, to put it to sleep? Does it have to be listed on the effects to be... Uh, yeah, those are, that's the effects that you can use your magic for. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so I'm gonna try to tra- I'm gonna use some magic and try to trap it. Okay, that's one I was just looking at as well. So okay, so All you right, tell cool. me what you're what you're doing, uh, kind of what trapping it would look like and stuff, and then we'll roll to see. You'll definitely trap it. We'll roll to see kind of how well it works. All right, so I'm gonna construct sort of a uh, a box like sort of a see through translucent box, um, and uh, I'm basically. Doctor Strange in it, putting my my hands up and kind of building this box <laughs> out of out of midair, um, and then sending it toward the the lion to, um, to basically phase phase the lion basically right through it and into the box. Okay. So I got a five, three. It's an eight plus my three for weird is eleven. Um, so yeah, ten plus the magic works. Okay, cool. So yeah, that goes exactly as you wanted it to. You you do some hand motions and everything, uh, form a box and send it. And that line, just as you put the box over, it's going to jump at Kuso and kind of hits the box and, and it, you know bounces. You know, it doesn't really bounce, but it kind of it definitely stops. You know, on it, it stops where it's at as it as it hits the the wall in front of it now. Yeah, saving animals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, guys. I think we need to take this lion back to the circus uh, because something's going on over there, um, and we need to find out what's happening. Yeah, um, I think we we need to go to that farm, which is nearby to the to the circus. So, yeah, thank God we do have a van. It's true. <laughs> Load this lion up in the van. <laughs> yeah. So as you're as you're, we're, we're, we'll say you're kind of using your magic as well to move the box and everything uh, out. But as you pass the other worker, he's like, "Oh shit!" He's like. He's like, man, I, I was just thinking about that line. That's the line from the circus. I was just, you know, I went and saw the lion show. Oh, shit. Oh. He's like, Is, I, did that thing escape Escape from the circus? He's like, because I just saw that line just, you know, two nights ago. And you were thinking about the line before it showed up here? Yeah, I was just, Is that you what know, you're saying? Yeah, I was, I was putting this, uh, you know, this, this box of Frosted Flakes on the, on the, on the shelf, and I was like, you know, Tony the Tiger, which made me, you know, think of a lion, obviously, when you think of a tiger, you think of a lion at the same time, and that gave me thinking of, you know, the circus and that lion act, and it's like, you know, the guy put his head in the lion's mouth, and, and, you know, he used the whip, and I don't like to see them use the whip on him, I think that's animal cruelty, he's like, really, I don't even know... I don't even know why I went to the circus. You know, it, I, I'm not for animal cruelty, and he's just going to jabber on until you make him stop. So I pistol whip him so he stops. <laughs> he is on the ground, wishing he could, <laughs> wishing he could be unconscious, but not. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold Kuso back uh, <laughs> and tell him to cool down, um, demon style, and I Geraldine. Got, I just got attacked by a lion, so I'm a bit angry. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna keep trying to calm Kuso down. Do I need to do a manipulate charm thing for that, or just you know, kind of talking to him and hey, calm down, man? No, you guys can just role play this out. And... Okay, <laughs> dude, hold on. You can't pistol whip everyone. <laughs> well, we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. We got it. But he, the lion hurt me. No, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, eat your snacks and then hopefully that yeah. calms you down. Okay, I, I, I go and I take. Uh, two bags of chips off the shelf as well, then I'm happier. But I don't think so. All right, so yeah, you guys get, uh, you know, after some magic and and ways you get the lion into the van, Uh, it's not happy about it. Uh, It's been shot. It's now in a box. It's now in a van. But, you know, your magic's holding up well, so you don't have to worry about it getting out and and, uh, 
and and mauling you to death at this moment at least. All right, cool. Let's, are we driving back over to the circus? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Hollow notes again. <laughs> Neil, Neil Diamond this time. Uh, I already have Hollow notes loaded up. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's go. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. That is part one of Monster of the Week. I really hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to tune back next week as we wrap this game up. Um, yeah, just going to reiterate, ask one more time for anybody who's still listening at this point. Please consider going out and rating reviews on iTunes. It would mean a whole bunch to me. It warms this 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 big old heart just to see new ratings and reviews. So thank you in advance if you do it. Thank you for listening, definitely, because you know what? If you're not listening, it, none of this even matters. So thank you for showing interest in what I'm doing. I hope that everyone knows how much I appreciate just listening so thank you and with that i'm gonna get on out of here so remember go out there have fun and roll to play that's it for this episode thanks for listening visit roll to play podcast.com for more information r-o-l-l to play podcast.com like us over on facebook at roll to play podcast follow us on twitter at roll to play pod have a question or comment Email us at road2playpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Tritachion.